the Paw Patrol movie, Bobby. <laughs> Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you. Who do you think you are? I am. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Oh, oh. this is gonna be fun. We can stand late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making what? Because people have got to know whether or not their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I'm not going to give you a can question. You can you stay categorical? You are fake news. Sir, go ahead. I can, you can see Russia from my house. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. We, uh, uh we, um, like drink box water bottles. Uh, no, the proof is approved. What kind of proof? It's approved. Here come the play. Champions. 'm what is going on people my name is Bruce Mackey and this is the edge of Tom foolery season two episode four and by all accounts this will be the best show of the season and because it is going to be the best show we have to get the best co-host and he promises that this is going to be the best one yet. Sir Robert Morris. Bobby, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. He couldn't uh, come. He couldn't attend, so I'm here instead. Oh, okay. <laughs> so why is this going to be the best one so far of the year? Any any reason? You're, you're frozen, Bob. No, I'm just sitting still. I... <laughs> <laughs> See, this hasn't come after me yet. Uh, no, I just... Yeah, I, I don't know. Why, why is it going to be the best uh, show, Bruce? You're holding out on us. I, I don't know. I just, I have a feeling. Huh? I have a feeling, such a good feeling, because Stevie Height is in the house. Stevie, how are you? I am doing uh, amazing. Just amazing tonight. I'm wearing my uh, Minnesota Twins shirt. Uh, I can that. wear that because it's Josh Donaldson. He wore 24 last year, and this year he's got he's back to 20. So, have you ever got a jersey and then the guy changes numbers? Yeah, Josh Donaldson, they got traded from the Jays like a month after I got it for him. Oh, frustrating. Nick uh, Paul, yeah. I've got a Nick Paul Ottawa Senators jersey, number 13, yeah. and now he went and tra- you know changed it to 21. Yeah, that's frustrating. Ridiculous, ridiculous, and I, I let him know. I was not happy. So, Oh, yeah, you sent him a tweet. Good I, job. I sent him a text. I said, listen, Nick. Wow. Yeah, he's a friend change, of mine. Change back, yeah. <laughs> or, else, or else sell me some jersey numbers. And he apparently told me, he says, I think if you take it in to sport check that they'll do it for free. They'll change the numbers over. I'm like, oh, oh I don't nice. think so. You're living in a naive world, Nick. But anyway. Yeah. Probably for him they would. Yeah, for him, yeah. they <laughs> A lot of people do some Mr. Mr. Golden Gold. Exactly. <laughs> you know? exactly. Yeah, a lot of people will do want. stuff for him. Um, listen, uh, one of our, um, you know, we've got we've got a great show planned for you, and uh, we're going to talk about, uh, you know. I have these notes, but I got to say I'm just fired up to be 
I am fired up to be here today. There you go. Uh, I am fired up to be here. And and one of the – I've got lots of different stories. So first of all, Bob, when you entered tonight into the studio, what did you notice in the backyard there? Did you notice anything? Yes, I, uh, I had to stop and uh, observe our Canadian flag. There's a Canadian flag out mm-hmm. there. So for my 50th birthday, my wife got me a flagpole. I've always wanted a flagpole. And so finally I put it up. It's like six months after my birthday, but finally I put the pole up. And the thing with the the flagpole, it came with a Canadian flag, but I've got lots of flags. If you can see my, I've got an Expo flag over my shoulder. I see here. it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah. And then I've got a few other flags. I'm just going to bring them out here. Oh, flags of the world. But, you know, vex, vexiology, is that the study of flags, oh, Bobby? Oh, it could be. It could be. Nice it work. might be. Yeah, yeah thank so, you. Oh, what do you got here? Oh, oh, yeah, Bulls flag. I like that. Valvo Bulls flag. And then I got this. Oh, uh, Montreal. I'm going to do that after they beat the Leafs, not necessarily when they lose 4-1 to one to the Leafs. And this well, exhibi- Exhibition, exhibition. This is my favorite flag. Can you tell me the country? Oh, wow. Is that Kazakhstan? Oh, Stevie, you Stevie. got it right. Wow. That was well, impressive. I do, I do love, I did love fun with flags with Sheldon Cooper. I'll tell you that right now. That was, that was so, my show. Uh, I collect memorabilia, and that was actually flown at a, a venue at the 2010 Winter Olympics. And wow. uh, they sold them for like, when they were left over for like 20 bucks. So I actually got one. I got that, and I got a Russia flag. So I've got, nice. I've got six flags. But now... I like my wife was asking me, you know, what do you want to do with that? I said, actually, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Now I can, I, for Christmas and birthdays, just buy me a new flag. I I would love yeah. to switch flags out. You know, if you got six of them, you could open your own theme park. Oh. Six flags over Mackey yeah, House. Oh, that's exactly. Oh. I would go to that theme park. I would just like to go and put a different flag up all the time. Now my neighbor has flags, and he had uh, to the to the uh, west of me. He had a. A Trump flag with a bazooka gun. It was, Wowzers. It was, it was interesting. And uh, I said, is that Donald Trump on that flag? And his wife's like, yes. <laughs> She's very excited. She was, she was not happy. Um, yeah, so that that's what I, w- I would like. I'd, I'd love a new flag all the time. So Okay, my, uh, my grandma, Nana Hannah, yep. uh, she refused to fly the Canadian flag because it wasn't her flag. Ah. She made sure that I knew that when she was growing up, the flag of Canada looked a lot like the flag of Ontario now, the flag of of Manitoba, a few others. And so her entire life, she would only fly the Ontario flag because it looked a lot like the flag of Canada she knew. Oh, so that, was, that was her flag. So there you go. That's interesting. I never heard that before. Yeah. Did she, yeah, did she fly was... the, the Union Jack at all? Because oh. that was our flag before the Canadian flag. Oh, I don't. She was old, Bobby, but I don't think she was that no, old. No, no, she was like, strictly red ensign then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, so, she may have flown the uh, the United Empire loyalist flag. Oh, but, well, there uh, you go. Yeah, yeah. So Bob Sharp tells me that that you can fly the Union Jack flag upside down. I thought it was the same either way, but apparently oh, there's one. There's a, some weird shading in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. A, a thicker white on the top of one, and he gets yeah. like right angry. He'll come into a restaurant and he says that that Union Jack is upside down. I'm like. It's the same. What are you talking about? But anyway. that's a lot of years in the military, Brucey. That's what I that know. That's what they, they get. Um, so talking sports, I don't know. Uh, one of our uh, Cy Young candidates for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays is Robbie Ray. Mm-hmm. And, and I, have you seen the, the shirts that they've been wearing around? 
uh, Robbie Ray is known for his tight pants. Okay. Oh. And and they all have shirts on that say like he's on the back and it's got him showing the tight pants and they've all got t-shirts with his tight pants on. Wow. That, so, I guess that's one way to win a Cy Young. Yeah. <laughs> the tight yeah. pants. So someone who hadn't really noticed and he's like, oh yeah, he does have tight pants. We're going to talk. I think we're going to talk to one of our number one listeners on the show. Oh, I know what that music means, Brucey. Yeah. Every time I know what that yeah. music means. Let's see if we can get her. We're gonna talk about a guy, another guy's tight pants. Yeah, this will go well, eh, Bobby? Mm-hmm. It's oh, sight. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Hello, Tanya McKay. It's uh, Bruce, Bob, and Steve. You're on the edge of tomfoolery. Hello. Mm, great. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. We are we are talking sports, and uh, we just were. I don't know a whole lot. <laughs> and we we were just talking sports and uh, and Toronto Blue Jays specifically. And you're a big Jays fan. Okay, yeah. Yes, yeah. I know a little bit about the Blue Jays. Who who hmm. would you say is the best pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays? Right now? Yeah, right now. <sighs> well, that's not a whole lot that I know about. Well, I, I'm not well, well-versed in the pitching staff. But I think the Cy Young, we brought it up this week and we talked about it, and uh, there was a bunch of T-shirts that came out because the Cy Young kind of oh. candidate is Robbie <laughs> Ray. And and why right. was why was what was on the T-shirt of Robbie Ray? What is he known for? Well, his tight pants. <laughs> and I said he's known for his tight pants. And then I kind of showed you him pitching and stuff, and you're like, "How? What did you respond to that? How, what did you say?" I I think I said, "Yeah, they're a little bit tight." You're like, "Yeah, they're a little." I think you said, "Yeah, they're a little bit tight." <laughs> That's what I thought you said. I'm like, "What am I missing here?" So, Robbie Ray yeah. in his tight pants. Yeah, uh, but he is a good pitcher, though, right? He's actually a believer. But, oh, even better. Yeah, he, he's a Christian, strong Christian. But I think he'd be a little off kilter on the whole yoga pants discussion if we brought that in because of his <laughs> tight pants. What do you think, Stevie? Yeah, I mean, well, he probably loves this Lululemon now instead of the Bay for uh, the Olympic <laughs> stuff. He's, he's all stoked about that. I know. I tell you, my daughters were pretty stoked about that whole thing. They love Lululemon. Oh, but the kids did, you tell, days. did you tell them? Yeah, I told them. Team Canada okay. is now going to be, instead of Hudson Bay, and I predict right now, that was the only reason I shopped at the Hudson Bay, for that and the blankets. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they're gone. So there you go. So Robbie Ray and his tight pants. Do you predict that the Jays will make it into the playoffs, Tanya? Oh, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I think they will. I think they'll pull it off. Bob Morris, what do you think? <laughs> you really want my kid? Yeah, Stevie's saying no. Don't say it. Don't say. It. Just tell me what I want to hear, Bob. Yeah, um, I'll I'll go with with Tanya. I'll say oh, that. I thought you were going to say I wanted to hear they weren't going to make it because then that would be. Oh, they were. okay. You just gave them the double kiss of death. Yeah, so, yeah. all right, Stevie, what do you think? Well, no, they're going to tank. They're terrible. They're not going to win anything the rest of the season. This is how this works in baseball. Any any there. other stories that we need to know about Tanya? You're my uh, show prep person. Any stories that have come? I, I sent you a couple interesting ones. I thought. Yeah, you sent have you me talked the, about those. No, we haven't talked about that yet. We talked about one. We were going to talk about the birds and the bees. And actually, Steve, maybe oh. you can search this one up. All right. Okay. The birds I got, and the I got bees. The Googles, yep. uh, bees kill sixty penguins. Oh what? yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Like it was almost like you know when Jesus cast the the demons out of the pig into the pigs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the, the the bees went into the penguins. Can you call up that story, Stevie? I'm, I'm I'm doing I can with the interwebs right now. Oh, but, your uh, kids are watching. Oh uh, yeah, Paw Patrol. I I don't know a whole lot about bees, but someone told me today because the bees were so crazy outside today and people were getting stung. I heard that someone got stung in the mouth today. Wow! Inside their mouth, um, it was Mr. Phil. Mr. That's what Phil. I heard. Phil Campbell? That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Anyways, um, but somebody told me that they're crazy because they're about to die. That it's only the queen that survives the winter. Is that true? It's possible. I I found some on the the rear rear, uh, bee uh, killing. Now, here's the thing. I I don't count it. There are two countries. If animals attack, I don't count them as real. It's like real attacks. Okay. Okay. This happened in one of two countries. Number one. Not where this was, Australia. If animals have attack in Australia, doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> Number two of the bullet if animals attack, this one, South Africa. Oh yeah, yeah. This was South Africa. I'm not. These are not. These are not your your garden variety bees, as they say, Bob Morris. <laughs> mm-hmm. These are South African bees. So, where, so, yeah, it happened in Cape Town. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. What? Yeah. The answer to that is yes. So. A swarm of bees killed more than 60 penguins on a beach near Cape Town. Yeah. What are yeah, penguins yeah. doing in Cape Town? Well, they're very lost. What? <laughs> <laughs> lost. They were all found dead at Boulder's Beach, noting the deaths occurred suddenly sometime between Thursday afternoon and Friday morning. The penguins were transported to Southern Africa Foundation of the Conservation of Coastal Birds. And multiple bee stings. That's crazy. Weird. Mm. Telling you those two, those two places. If it happens, oh, and, and Florida. Florida's not a country, but like that's number three. If it happens in Florida, <laughs> yes. I saw a flag. Uh, uh, you know how they have those Trump twenty twenty flags? They're they're everywhere. You know, I saw that. I saw one that said Trump DeSantis, make America Florida. That's that's, what, <laughs> that's also accurate. Yeah, that's also anyway. Anything else to add, Tanya? I don't think so. Just right. you find out. You just find out if uh, the queen survived the winter for me. You oh. boys, uh, put your heads together and figure that one out. Okay, Bob. We'll do some okay. googles. Okay, we'll do. Have a good night. <laughs> okay. Love you. Bye. She seemed happy to hear from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Robbie Ray in his tight pants. Um, speaking of tight, clingy pants, today at the church we had the fall fair. We always have the Parkdale Fall Fair. And, and today, because we have another church now, there's a Parkdale East and a Parkdale Original. They had a shuttle bus going back between the two. And Libby Newer and I were at the dunk tank. You didn't see us there, Bob, did you? No, I did not. Yeah, we were at the dunk tank. And um, and I was there. It was supposed to be. They just said, because you're the new commander of Awana, can you go to the dunk tank? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'd, kids will love it. That's fine. I didn't realize it would be from 1130 to 2.30. That's three hours. And it was, not only was oh, it cold wow. water, it was like cold outside. And I forgot a towel. So I'm sitting there like shaking the whole time. Were you the only donkey? Did they not change uh, it up? They they had uh, Libby and I were doing it. And oh, then Dane okay. uh, Dane said he, had to, he could do it, but he had to leave like a half hour in. But uh, he didn't really leave a half hour in. I saw him walking around getting candy. Uh, yeah. It is brutal. Mm. 
Well, he's not a commander, Bruce, so there's a well, little bit of difference in rank there. So uh, clearly... Apparently so. Apparently so. So I saw your mother there today, and I went up, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, Heather, give me a hug, because I was, like, soaking wet. And she's like, oh, no, I can't hug you. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I said, yeah, because I'm wet. And she's like, oh, you are wet. She had no clue I was wet. She was just, it was all protocols, you know, like, yep. I am not coming within six feet of you. So... Yeah, we've, we've told my mom that just to stay away from people in general. So it's simple <laughs> for everyone. Let's not get ourselves. Well, and then I got up at, at church and uh, they had a, so in order to get in, you had to sign a waiver, but I they, they had some blanket waiver. You were there this morning, Bob. I, I got up and uh-huh. I said, you, you blanket waiver, and they, they want you to get a purple the wristband. purple wristband. Yep. I said, actually, what this is, this is our Vax Pass. So this is our Vax passport, <laughs> and I said you can actually get into a bunch of restaurants in Belleville. Nice. And then a few of the the uh, the unvaxed started laughing. I I know who they were in the church, and they kind of laughed like, "Oh, Vax passport." And I don't know. Do you think some people actually took me seriously that they thought this was a Vax passport, Bob? We'll find out on the uh, news tomorrow. <laughs> wow. yeah. someone was thrown out of Chilangos <laughs> because they didn't. So speaking of Vax passports, I, I heard. I mean, say what you will about it. You know, it, it is controversial. A lot of people are talking about it. But I did hear a story last week from a, a, a parent. So they are. there's uh, a bunch of people in their family. Half of them are vaxxed. Half of them are not. And the parent was quite concerned because the child, uh, her, one of her children, was not vaccinated and was working at a restaurant and was now in charge at this restaurant of going around and checking vax passports. So she had to go around and, and check the passports people and say, are you vaccinated? Are you vaccinated? She herself was not. No, right. No. So that's that's where it's like, OK, this is uh, like the restaurant workers don't have to be. But if you want to eat in, you've got to be. So that's where a lot of people are like, it, it makes no sense. Makes as much sense as a Canadian election. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We talked about that last week on episode mm-hmm. three. Yeah. And really, what was accomplished other than spending six hundred and ten million dollars? Yeah, we we, we made sense back in about 2018. Since then, we've sort of lost. We've stopped making sense. We really have. That timeline. Yeah, yeah. We really have. Um, So another story that came out, um, this was on CNN. There was a gravestone that was lost 150 years ago. You want to check this up, Stevie, if your internet will. will... Yeah, I'm I'm on on, it. CNN, a gravestone lost for 150 years discovered, and it was in a home as a slab for making fudge. So what? So let's let's uh, we got to play the Benny Hill stuff here. So let's see if we can pull it up. CNN, CNN's like ever since Trump left, they're really grasping at. Uh, they don't have yeah, a whole lot of stories. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I see it. Gravestone. Maybe you can read it. Oh, it's a marble slab. We got marble slabs out here. I could see that. Like it, you know, you got to do the mixins. Yeah, I could. You know, that's that makes sense to me. A gravestone missing wow. for almost 150 years. Uh, oh, I don't have the pop-up blockers missing on here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hate that when that happens. Uh, a turned-over gravestone served as a perfect surface to make fudge for a woman living in Michigan. And it was missing for uh, 150 years, and she's been making fudge with it. Mm-hmm. It's a marble slab. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, it's, it's like the, the, the ice cream company. Did you guys have those in Ontario, marble slab? We just got one. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's good ice cream, eh? I have not been in there. Have you been in, Bob? I have not. Yeah. 
I know where it is. When you go in next time, lift it up and see if it's a gravestone on your face. We can do that. Just be. Um, Another story that was interesting this week on The View. Do you watch The View, Bobby? (laughs) 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 No. I don't watch The View. But uh, Vice President, uh, uh, is it Kamala or Kamala? Kamala, I think. think. Like a cam, as in Kamala? I'm thinking so, yeah. Okay. Uh, Kamala Harris was coming on, and just before she came on, they asked two, there was four co-hosts, they asked two of them to leave. And they said, can you just come back? And they're like, oh, okay. And so they left. And they're like, we have a surprise. And, da, da, da. and then they came back after the break. And they're like, yeah, they tested positive for COVID. So we had to get. Uh, <laughs> yikes. Yeah. And it was like, we're going to keep it. So they tested positive. They were both double vaxxed. They tested positive, had to get them out. And then they brought the vice president out. Oh, so I wow. think they had to wipe down and do whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, the hose down the vice president just to make sure she didn't get COVID. Yeah, just, yeah you want, don't want to get her the COVID. Uh, another story that came out of Oregon. Is it Oregon or Oregon? Uh, I'm going to go with Oregon. Oregon. Okay. A story that came out of Oregon. Um, it, was, it was an interesting story. They have now, the public health has now come out and said, if you are both vaxxed, if you're both double vaxxed, if you're dating, you can now kiss. Oh, wow. that's good. And my yeah. wife's comment when she sent me this story was, do you think people were ad- adhering to this? Like previously before, like, do you think people would like, yeah, no, we're dating or even married people, you know, like, no, we're not going to kiss. I can see civil disobedience on that one. I, I yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm just like, is anyone listening to this anymore? Like, you can kiss now, like, and it was a story. Like, yeah, if you're if you're dating and you're Baptist, you probably weren't hearing to it, but probably not a whole lot of other people, right? <laughs> this is true. This is absolutely true. You aren't allowed to kiss until you're married if you're a Baptist. That's that's exactly it. Uh, we've already talked about the birds and the bees and the penguins. Uh, Nicole Richie, Bob Morris, Nicole Richie. She is, of course, uh, daughter of the legendary singer Lionel Richie. Mm-hmm. 40th birthday party, blown out her candles, and her hair catches on fire. Wow. I don't know if I've ever seen her or not. Does she have big hair? Is that what happened? I don't think so. No? She was on, what was the show she was on like about 15 years ago with Paris Hilton? Oh, yeah. What was Simple it? Life? Oh, the Simple okay. Life? Was that it? I think it was called The Simple Life. Well, you know who would know? Oh. Do you think she I'm would gonna... be, do you think we should call her again? Well, you said it was going to be our best episode. show. So yeah, yeah. This is. We, I feel like we've gone rapid fire tomfoolery on this. Place, yeah, so. we got to go call her back. We, we got to see what she knows. She may not answer this time. No, though. she might not. She once might be is, into all of Wana. Uh oh. Hello. Hello. This is twice <laughs> in one show. Uh, we are talking about Lionel Richie's famous daughter, Nicole Richie. Her hair caught on fire. And <laughs> what show was she on with Paris Hilton? Oh, something simple. Was it a simple life? Stevie! Or I, yeah, I, I'm telling oh. you. Was, was simple, that it? Were you allowed to watch that show, Steve? 
Oh, no, absolutely not. I also wasn't allowed to kiss when I was dating, so <laughs> clearly I didn't follow the rules that I was told to follow. We were told that Oregon, you can, Oregon or Oregon yeah, or origami, you, you're now allowed to kiss if you've been both double-vaxxed, and we said, who who actually was adhering to that rule? And Steve suggested most Baptists were adhering to yeah. that rule. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Okay, so yeah. A Simple Life. Did you ever I watch, think. did we watch that show? Yeah, we did. Oh, we, we thought did. it was amazing. Oh, oh yeah, but are they? Yeah, that, was your, that was your late twenties, Bruce. It was a good time for you. Oh yeah, you. I I mean we were newly married. We were we had yeah, no, no children, kids. no kids. Quiet. We had all the time in the world. Oh, the world. remember that with no kids? Do you yeah, remember that? Yeah. Oh, I can barely I can barely remember it. Oh yeah, <laughs> simple. It was life. a simple life to be sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, we guys. always used to watch a simple life, and what was that other show on Sunday nights? We'd make nachos oh, and watch um, Seventh Heaven. Seventh heaven. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh wow. You that guys, was you the guys, simple life. Wow. The thug life did not choose you and Tandy. You and Tandy chose the thug life. I'll tell you that right now. We certainly wow. did. All right. Thanks. Sorry. 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 There's a correction. It's not a simple life. It's the simple life. Oh, uh, uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Same thing. The simple life. <laughs> Who knew? Okay. Thanks, hon. Okay. Bye. I think we're done. Okay. So. Nicole Ritchie, um, today I want to talk about protocols on text messages. So today I got a text message. So I got one from a, a, someone a while ago, and I don't have their name in. So oh, when, yeah. when you get a text message from someone and you don't know who it's from, yeah, and it says, thanks for sharing this morning about uh, parents set an example. Very true, and we really appreciate your announcements. And I, so what am I going to say? Who are you? Right. I don't know. So I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just said, thanks so much for your text. Right. I just, like, oh, okay. that's what, and now then they sent me another much. Thanks for freezing today, Bruce. Much appreciated at, at, the, uh, yeah. and so that, now it's embarrassing because I've been getting a, so yeah, when you yeah. get a text message from someone who you don't know who it is, what do you do, Bob? Do you, do you just play dumb and say, thank you? Or do you say, who are you? Uh, I just, I just played dumb i'm just i just play natural um, <laughs> steve what do you do i text back who the bleep is this and i usually <laughs> will get a reaction i usually will get fairly quickly or i just call the number until they pick up but um, you can't uh, bruce because if, if you've had two texts too much time that's has gone the right by. Yeah. you know like no. when there's no. a lot of people there's someone oh, no, at, you, you there's can't? someone at church who knows my name and she's like hey bruce hey bruce and it's past the point of awkwardness mm-hmm, that i yeah. should know her name but i don't and i'm like Hey you, how are you? You know, and it's I feel awful. And then I, I'm constantly listening around people when they come up. They're like, "Oh, hey Linda." I'm like, "Oh, Linda, that's her name." You yeah, know? yeah, I get it. that's the secret. And and Tanya and I have a have a, a thing where I go up and I and I don't know their name. I'm like, "Oh, this is my wife Tanya." Oh, hi Tanya. And it's like, oh. or she'll go up. Tanya will go up and say, "Hi, I'm, I'm Tanya." And then the lady will say, oh, I'm so-and-so. Ah, I'm like, nice. Oh, good. Yeah. You're, you're on to it. You're on to yeah, it. Trying to. Um, uh, the Gabby Potato? Petito? Is it, do you know that? Mm-hmm. Like, I got, I, I swore off of news. I wasn't, I was mm, going through yeah. a thing where I'm like, there's no good news. So I got off of the news completely. And then everyone was talking about this Gabby. Do you know that story, Bob? I do. Yeah. And oh. w- can you, can you concise it, drop it down into a, like a 10 second kind of story. What happened there? Uh, she was murdered, I believe. And the boyfriend brought her vehicle back home 
And then he disappeared, and they're looking for him. Yeah. So originally they went out together. That was poor uh, synopsis, but yeah. hey, I tried to keep it to the 10 seconds. Yeah, 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 that, that was definitely con- concise, Bobby. I yeah. like it. Can you do 20 seconds of it, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> I think they were they were in Yellowstone. I think they were, they were traveling together somewhere. In, traveling together out in the Yellowstone. Yeah. And they, they had embraced, like, I think this van life thing is like the twenty, the new twenty-year-olds version of backpacking Europe. Yeah, no one backpacks Europe anymore because that's not safe. And so now they they like recondition a van and they go out on van their van life and they right. and they did know. get stopped somewhere by the police and they got them on a camera and then he yeah. just showed up at home and they're without like without her without her and they're like where is she and he's like um, no comment like he wouldn't comment and they're like I couldn't find her. And and yeah. then they now they now they have found her and unfortunately she has passed away, mm-hmm. and now they can't find him, so he gone. So that whole story was just like it was, I had missed it completely, and then all of a sudden people are like, oh yeah, this story, and it reminded me of a Seinfeld. Do you remember the Seinfeld where Kramer was going in a van? Do you remember that episode, Bobby? Uh, oh. When he was in L.A. Yeah, he yeah, went out to yeah, L.A. Yeah, and yeah. then he got charged with murder because yes. someone disappeared and uh, I think it goes a little something like this <laughs> what happened? somebody got killed while they had me in custody really yeah you hear that somebody else was killed no kidding somebody else got killed while he was in jail <laughs> so you're free yes I'm free because the murderer struck again oh. <laughs> I don't know how appropriate that's, that that's sh- that show had like no like how how that show that show would never get made today? Isn't that right? That show but, would never get made. Well, I think it might. There's some shows, uh, Archie Bunker, and that show would never get made today. Yeah, that like, but I feel like there's always a show that that if you transport it forward 20 years, yeah, it doesn't get made 20 years in the future. No, that's I feel true. like Seinfeld could have been that show. It, you know, and I I love the show, but uh, anyway, I love that episode too, where he was out there, and uh, uh, my my friend, did, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I, I love that episode. So the, the whole thing reminded me of that. But as of uh, taping tonight, they have not found him. And it's just a weird story. Like, you know, like it, w- w- our kids were talking about it. And they said, you know, when they asked him, you got to, like, come up with a better excuse than no comment. Like, you got to come up with a better excuse yeah, than that. Yeah, it's messed so, up. And, and there's, like, weird spottings. Like, someone swore they spotted him in Toronto mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah. Like, Bruce, have they determined that there was foul play? Has it been a murder? I said earlier a murder, but I'm not. I just know. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to blame that on the 10 second thing again, Bob? Or is... Yeah, I'm <laughs> hanging my hat on that pretty. Uh, no, it's it's confirmed homicide. Oh, yeah, it is. I know for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, um, so uh, another story I uh, wanted to talk about. Uh, have you ever had, speaking of protocols, I, I'm I'm getting some show prep ready this afternoon, and I'm listening in the background. And I could hear my wife had uh, my wife had FaceTime my father-in-law, mm. and so I I could hear it happening. She's like, "Oh, hey, Dad!" And he goes, "Why are you calling me? Normally, you FaceTime me." And <laughs> I hear my wife go, "I am FaceTiming you. All I can see is your ear." <laughs> oh no! Oh, he's like, no. "What? Oh, sorry." <laughs> it was. Have you ever done that before, where you've answered the phone and it's a FaceTime? Yeah, I, I have that happen fairly regularly. I um, my, my kids call me, so they'll call me at work. Okay, and uh, and and I'm you know in the middle of something, and I try to just 
not like like sort of half look at my phone i can just kind of spot the to hit the green button you yeah. know and uh and and often they'll be like it'll be like full you know my youngest amelia just in full scream time oh. <laughs> and so it just kind of bellows into my office and so yeah yeah it's happened so have you ever do you ever have it in your car when you're driving and you just i hit a button while i'm driving and it comes through my bluetooth but yeah. sometimes it's it's the FaceTime that comes through, and then it's like, oh, I'm on camera. I didn't realize I was on camera. That's embarrassing because it's looking up your nose when it's down on the mm-hmm. thing, and it looks right up, and it's not, it's not good. I just didn't know what it was. What it was? Um, baseball news. We want to talk about this. The story came out uh, last week that the Tampa Rays and the Montreal Baseball Project are going to be making an announcement sometime in November. And they said in postseason play, the Tampa Rays are actually going to have in the outfield wall going to be a promotion promoting the Montreal and Tampa shared team. And Tampa is committed to this shared team where they will have a team in Montreal for July, August, and September and a team in Tampa for April, May, and June. Bob Morris, what do you feel about the prospects of baseball coming back to Montreal? Well, I think it would be great if they had a team there. And uh, they've came a long way because they talked about this either last year or the year before, and Tampa was really against it. And yeah. you say now they're kind of promoting it. It's And it's, it, it's, it's almost like they feel that this is the only way forward. They, they can't have the team. Now, the, the thing I like about it is you've got ha- – like you, you can have double the, the fan base. You can have double – um, and then your commitment level, like instead of having to buy 81 tickets for, you know, uh, season tickets, you only have to buy 40, right? Mm. And so, and then you can follow the team otherwise. Now, Montreal in the same division as Toronto, how do you feel about that, Bob? Well, I guess it would be just like uh, Leafs and Canadians. Yeah. How did that last series go with Montreal and Toronto? Uh, not so well for Toronto, as I recall. Yeah, but pre, you know what? I was prepared. I went to church and Toronto had beaten Montreal. I'm like, hey, what was the score of that game last night? And I, the, the person that asked me, I'm like, are we talking about the playoffs in when it went to seven games? Or were you talking about the game last night when I didn't know any player's name that was on the ice? <laughs> they're like, oh, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, in baseball, Steve, what, we already know which team you hate the most. Mm, yes. The New York Yankees. So Absolutely. what team do you hate the second? Like the Red Sox. Red Sox? Okay, and then Yankees third? Yankees and Red Sox. They're the worst. Yeah, and then what's the third? Do you have any? Uh, I, I guess. I, I guess. Arizona? It, it's hard. Yeah, like it's hard to. I, I No, it's got to be in the AL East. Like it's, I either don't like the Rays or I don't like the Orioles. But like yep. at this point, I don't like the Rays because they're winning. Like the Orioles... Of course, the Orioles are probably they'll probably win a few games here. So, so uh, and and in the, the there's no salary cap in baseball. Now I printed it out, and of course it it's off the sheet, so you can't even see. But the number one team in all of baseball and payroll wise at two hundred and fifty six million or something like that, or is it two fifty six? Or Los Angeles Dodgers, like oh yeah, crazy amount. The second is the New York Yankees. The third, of course, is the Mets. Fourth is the Astros. Fifth is Phillies. Boston Red Sox up there. The Angels are number seven. Toronto is in at number eleven. So they they spend really? money. Yeah, they're in at number eleven. 
Now, the bottom of the pack, Tampa's Oof. in 26th, and I think they're in the 72 million range. And the lowest, Bob, who do you think the lowest payroll in all of baseball is? Well, judging by results, you'd have to think Baltimore. You would think they're they're number twenty nine, uh, Cleveland Indians. Wow, they're they're way down there. I think at forty three million. Hmm. Um, wow. So, but Tampa has always been frugal with their. Uh, they don't have a high payroll, and I just hated the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> like I just I don't like them, and whenever they play the Jays, they always have the Jays number. And so this week. Uh, you know, I you know this whole story came out with the Expos and coming back on the Expos Twitter account. They posted the story, and so I'm like, okay, this is this is actually getting legit here. Yeah. And I do not like the Rays. And then all of a sudden, uh, Sports Spectrum. If you haven't watched Sports Spectrum or checked out their emails, it's a Christian um, website that talks about sports and and people of faith in sports. And they were talking about uh, a player for uh, Tampa. So I read the story. And actually, they are the biggest chapel team in all of baseball, the Tampa Rays. And over half the players go to chapel. And so I'm like, well, that's interesting. I, and so I started reading stories. And I'm like, Kevin Kiermaier, there is no way he can go to chapel. Uh, this week, uh, what happened, he was... He was uh, told to run home, ran home, got thrown out the plate by Alejandro Kirk. Did you see this, Bob? I did not see it, but I heard about it. Oh, yeah. So he got he went around and then got thrown out of the plate. And as Kirk was getting up, they have all of the game plan in their little wrist, you know, like how to pitch players and what to do. And basically all of their secrets are all in there. As he was getting up, it fell on the ground. He's walking off. And Kevin Kiermeyer just sees it on the ground, kind of picks it up, thinking it's his cheat sheets. And then all of a sudden he realized, no, this isn't mine. And he kind of looked over at the Jays, kind of like, yep, I'm keeping it. And off he went. So then wow. the next day the Jays were like furious. They're like, he stole our sheets. He stole all this stuff. And, uh, you know, and, and Kevin Cash went and he apologized. He said, we shouldn't have done it. And Kevin Kiermeyer was like, I'm not giving it back. I've, once I realized what it was, I'm like, too bad. I'm not giving it back. And he goes, I don't even know where it is anymore, but I'm not giving it back. So then the next night, he they're playing the Jays. His last at bat, Ryan Barucki comes up, and did he plunk him? Like, it wasn't even close. It was right square in the back. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, the bench is clear, and people are yakking. And, I I mean, he Barucki, on his part, said the ball slipped. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Always. Do you believe that? <laughs> do you believe it at all? Not even close. No. Not even close. Yeah. So that was uh, so Kevin Kiermeyer and uh, now when we're talking money and the amount of money spent, how much did the uh, San Diego Padres? They're they're up there in, as far as they've got a high payroll. They've got a lot of big name players. I think they're eighth in all of Major League Baseball. They're one game above five hundred. Wow. Like they they were not. Milwaukee Brewers just clinched, and they're middle of the pack. They're 19th. Um, and it's nice to see teams that are not spending big bucks being productive. I love it when teams that are spending that money do terrible. I love it when the Yankees lose. I love it when the Dodgers lose. Um, so 
Yeah, I guess everyone watched that Moneyball movie, and now they all think they got it figured out. Right, so it's kind of balancing it back out again. That's my go-to movie when I'm when you know when we're watching something and we sit down to to watch something on Netflix, and I can't find anything I want to watch. I'll just go back to Moneyball. I'll just it's good. Put it's it on. A perfect movie. Yeah, uh, my one of my favorite lines in there, and he goes, "Well, ugly girlfriend," and, and they said, "What do you mean, ugly girlfriend? That doesn't have anything to do with." Well, ugly girlfriend means no confidence. I'm just saying she's a six at best. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of my favorite lines in that movie. Uh, So baseball, who are you picking for the – does Toronto get in? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bob, Toronto gets in? I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> say no, Bob. <laughs> no. Absolutely. Yes for you. No. And then they're going to get in. Start right. flying the banner. The two Michaels were released after almost a thousand days in prison in, in China. Um, and, and of course, uh, our prime minister is saying, you know, we worked hard behind the scenes to get them released. It just happened to happen after uh, the U.S. Mm. released uh, the, is it the chairman of uh, Huawei or what? what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she yeah, got released. And then all of a sudden, the two Michaels were released to come back home. A thousand days. Now, I just kind of wanted to ask, if we were taken out of, you know, society, what has changed in Canada in a thousand days? Like, when they're coming back here, what do you... Well, clearly not the House of Parliament, but... Uh... <laughs> nothing has changed. The seat's a couple here or there, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much nothing else. Uh, like, when you yeah, think... we were talking about this morning, Jenny and I, like... They they left pre pandemic yeah, like, mm-hmm. so like they would like like I bet you when we look back things have changed way more than we think because they right it's sort of like when you're you know kids growing up and they don't see them every you see them every day but then you you see someone you haven't seen in a couple of years and they're like wow they look completely different I think I think our society as a whole looks a whole lot different but we don't know it it's did, like the boiling frog. It. Right? Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so do you think they they'll come back with intel? Because I think they were accused of being spies, right? Is that why they were? Uh, yeah, helped? that's what they said. Yeah. Do you think they'll come back with intel saying, "Listen, the Chinese planted this whole thing. Like this, the COVID, it's all them." You know, uh, if the prisoners know what's going on, it's for pro- that secret probably didn't get kept. No. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um. The the other thing that was uh, coming out of the the states when we we're talking vaccines, they now have have got a new vaccine coming out of uh, North Carolina. It's a three D printer that they have got that's making a little patch, a little tiny patch that goes on your arm, and it will. It, I think it has like seventy little needles that does the the vaccine that will uh, put it in your arm, and they're hoping to get it released for next year. So wow. interesting, little three D. I love these three D printers. I got to get me one. Because I think you could do all kinds of fun stuff with it. So technology, like vaccines, apparently. <laughs> apparently, like it would just be fun stuff. Uh, and then BYOV, bring your own vaccine <laughs> to a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, when I'm looking at stories, when I'm looking at stories online and on your phone, when you swipe and you'll see all the the top stories. The one that was saying it caught me off guard. It was like weed stocks are like dropping like crazy. So, like for for investment sake, but there's weed. St- there's weed shops popping up everywhere, literally. And is it because they're overproduction? Is that why their their valuation is gone going down? Do you watch the Shark Tank, Bob Morris? No, I do not. Do you watch Dragons Den? No. You really should. Do you watch Dragons Den, Stevie? 
Oh, I watch it. Now, I don't, like, I know a little bit about the market. I'm not sure that, like, my area of expertise would be weed. Uh, canna- cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> you defer. They may not be the stocks in my portfolio. You yeah. have to defer to your uncle for that, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he would know. He would Should know. we call him just to finish the show? We could give it a shot. Now, if he's, he, he may give some insight into it. Uh, uh, like like myself, my uncle may need to be on a seven second delay when we call him. So uh, just that little caveat here to make sure see. that uh, which one is his. I just want to make sure I get. I don't want to get Aunt Judy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, because uh, if I get Aunt Judy, straight. that would. Uh, uh, I feel like it's like my parents. My parents all call, and I'm like, "Is this your phone?" They're like, "Oh no, we switched phones." I'm like, "How do you? I haven't changed my phone number." Bruce, you haven't changed your phone number in forever. Like, how do they they change their numbers? I don't get it. So here we go. Uh, Let's see if we can call Cork Hannah. Call. Here we go. Oh, you got it. Because he won the episode of Church or Weechel. It was was a, a bloodbath for Bobby and I. Yeah, it was. You think he answers? Literally. Oh, probably. He won't be in bed. Eight twenty-two on a Sunday. I don't know. It's good. I don't know if he's mad at you, so maybe he's screening you. He is mad at me. There you go. We. You have reached. Oh yeah, I know. Court. That doesn't sound like. Please leave your message after the tone. After leaving a message, you can hang up or press pound for more options. Cork Hannah, it's Bruce, Bob, and Steve. This is the edge of tomfoolery, and we are talking on a story that just came out on Apple News about how weed shop stocks are dropping like crazy, and the valuation of them is going down. And so because you just schooled the boys in the church or weed shop game, we thought you would be an authority on why the valuations of weed shops are going down. So we're quite disappointed that you didn't answer the phone, but you can call us back and maybe we'll get you on a future episode. Uh, but we'd really like your insights on this. Anything to say to your favorite uncle there, Stevie? Oh, uh, no, Cork. Just, uh, just wanted to hear from you. So, uh, if you, uh, if you find us, call us up. Yeah. I think you're, you're still mad at me, Cork, because Awana, we took Eva away from you in the, uh, the Sparks games. So Bob, anything to add? Uh, no, just, Hey, Hey, Cork. <laughs> All right, Cork, call us back. Well, I better hang up. I don't want him to there hear the go. rest of our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to hear the rest of the show. Um, anything else that you want to bring up, Bob? Anything at all? Um, are you are you pretty much done? Hockey? Are you ready for hockey to be back? Sure, that'd be good. Yeah, and and what what is the expectation of the Calgary Flames? Uh, we want to win four. <laughs> four games. Pretty good about four games. Yeah, I think like. Our our captain went away in the um, oh yeah the Kraken deal the, the yeah the Kraken deal so which will forever be referred to by me as the Kraken deal uh, yeah so we're I don't know we're the fan base feels a little beat down I think right now and so we're hopeful but um, we just want to go back to we want to go back to the dome and we want to watch so yeah. I did hear Bruce speaking of the Kraken that uh, Elliot Friedman is now calling his uh, podcast 32 Thoughts. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. 
Well, folks, that is the end of the podcast, episode four. Lots of fun stories. That You know, I like during the week, all of a sudden, it'll be just one of these kind of days where you're just like, oh, and then a story will come up and you'll be like, I'll peek up. I'll be like, oh, we can talk about this show. We can talk about this on the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm always looking for, and I've got, I've got feelers out everywhere of, if you have a weird story, like 60, you know, penguins in South Africa getting killed by bees. Why, why wouldn't we talk about that? Absolutely. We're your guys to talk about it. Yeah, that's for so sure. if you ever want to get a hold of us, uh, you can uh, email edgeoftomfoolery at hotmail.com because we want to hear it. Check us out on the uh, on the book of faces at the Edge of Tom Foolery or go to our website, edgeoftomfoolery.com. For The Edge, my name is Bruce Mackey. I'm Bob Morris. I'm Arbuckle Whippledick. <laughs> Okay, for people just tuning into this episode, the reason... <laughs> okay, I just got to go back because I can't end on that note. We can't end. So, <laughs> in the Christian pop charts, there is Lathan Warlick. And I asked Steve to, to comment and to introduce that song, Lathan Warlick. And I went away and I came back and... Bob, what did he say his name was? I believe Lathan Whippledick. I think it was Nathan Whippledick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so perhaps that alias will come up from time to time. Is uh, is that what we're thinking, Stevie? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I've, I've, I'm throwing it around a little bit here, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> for The Edge, I'm Bruce Mackey with Bob and uh, Mr. Whippledick, and thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.